Associate Professor Hannah McGlade. Welcome to Night TV Radio. Hello. As a member of the Voice to Parliament Engagement Group, you were in Adelaide when the date of the referendum was announced. Is there any significance of the referendum date? I don't believe so. It's uh, really, um, I think, a practical date that's been set. It was a fantastic announcement by Prime Minister Anthony Albanese. I certainly was moved to tears, as were others in the audience. Very powerful speech about why this voice is so important to our future as Aboriginal people. It's so important to Australia's future, setting a new respectful relationship and really uh, closing the gap on Indigenous disadvantage today. He, um, his words were very powerful, as were the other speakers as well. We don't have um, that much time left, so every day does count now. What can we do to really play our role in a successful yes vote, which will change the course of history in Australia. We have been talking about constitutional reform for over 20 years. This proposal is very solid and substantive. It certainly goes beyond symbolic recognition of Aboriginal people in a preamble. And, uh, you know, it does give us the right to have a voice, a a democratically elected uh, voice, to really highlight ongoing issues that our people are facing to really have a place, a proper place in this nation. I'm committed. I know many Aboriginal and non-Aboriginal people across this country are committed. And uh, we're going to, you know, do what we can do in the lead up to October 14. What are the next uh, steps uh, after the date was uh, finally uh, revealed? The campaign is under swing. We know that there are more than 35,000 volunteers across Australia for Yes 23 and uh, certainly Uluru Dialogues are are very busy with their uh, engagement as well. We'll be seeing a television, a new television ad released. It's beautiful, really, Um, and so um, looking forward to that. Uh, We are going to have a presence on the um, polling booths I'm certainly going to be there talking to anyone who's got questions about yes and why we need to make this change in our national constitution. I just encourage people, if you want to get involved, now's the time to do it. If you want to learn more, there's so much information out there um, that you can easily find out about. There are principles about the voice. This is not a big ask in some ways. This is really about respecting Aboriginal people's right to elect to vote in our leaders, the model's not yet decided, but we want to make better laws and policies for Australia. We don't want to see all this wastage in Indigenous affairs. We don't want to see this country going backwards any longer. So, yeah, it's, um, you know, every day is counting now. Uh, yeah, every day is counting, and uh, this will uh, have a significance nationally and internationally as well. Absolutely. Uh, indigenous people's recognition in constitutions around the world is not new. Certainly in Canada, Indigenous treaty rights have been recognised for probably more than 30 years and protected. Uh, We know that the Treaty of Waitangi has constitutional status over in New Zealand and uh, we know in South American states like Colombia, Indigenous rights are certainly um, well recognised in their constitution and expounded upon by their constitutional court. So we're actually falling uh, well behind in terms of our lack of recognition of Indigenous people in the Constitution. 
I'm a member of the UN Permanent Forum for Indigenous Issues. We're made up of Indigenous experts around the world and nation states, and we've supported uh, the voice, the voice treaty and truth process, and and uh, and so have actually five other, four other UN bodies, five in total, have given support and endorsement because we know that in terms of Indigenous human rights, this is um, definitely a reform that should be su- supported. It is a significant structural reform. Now, um, internationally in Australia is trying to trying its best um, to um, present, um, you know, uh, present a, a, a good relationship with Indigenous people. Um, but this will reflect very badly on our country if it doesn't, if if it shows that we cannot, you know, make this change. I think Australia will be brought into disrepute. And, and uh, you know, that is embarrassing. That is embarrassing. Uh, let's hope that it doesn't happen and that we can hold our heads with some pride that Australians have risen to the occasion. We know there's many right-thinking Australian people. I, I felt quite emotional being in Elizabeth, South Australia because I know that my, my father actually was born white working class in in that town and in, and his end of his life working with Aboriginal people in New South Wales, he, he had such respect and good relationships and we have many we have many histories like this across australia and um you know we we really um need that um that kind of um leadership and generosity of spirit on october 14 as i said professor hannah maglid thank you very much for taking the time to talk to us on nitv radio about this uh, momentous and emotionally charged event yes it was it was very momentous i felt very um, very happy to see this. It was like a moment in history, and now we know. Um, you know, we know we have it in sight now. Um, it was beautiful, and, and uh, I have to say, the um, the Premier of South Australia too. He pointed out that state's leadership, including the first state to recognise land rights. Uh, you know, that's something that you know I wasn't wasn't really aware of. So, you know, certainly um, we have risen to the occasion. Respect. We know in 1967 that Australians overwhelmingly voted yes to give Aboriginal people a, a proper place in this nation. Uh, we can do it again.